Welcome in everybody to betting pros. It's time to place your bets. It's me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia, and it's week 13. That means it's time to look ahead to our favorite bets of the week for the games in week 13. And to help us do it is, of course, Andrew Anderson himself, Andrew Erickson, the prop prophet, and our good pal, the college football host right here on betting pros, Mr. Juan Scott Bogman, college football never sleeps. And Bogman rarely does either, so we're happy he's waking up early enough in the morning to join us his time to hang out and talk some ball with us. Uh, Boggs, you're going to be taking us through these next few Thursdays. We're excited to have you. Uh, I assume we're going to have some bowl special stuff as well cooked up here on the channel from you and Thor and your friends. For sure. Yeah, we're going to continue, uh, you know, doing that show, the the preview show during bowl season and uh, go through the bowls as they're happening. So, yeah, conference championship week. It's a huge week for college football. But, uh, yeah, I'm picking all NFL stuff here today and it is going to be a fun week. I like this. And you're lucky I woke up because my phone did a system update and my oh, alarm did not no. go off today. There you so, go. The old AM. Uh, I barely made it, but I'm here. There you go. You know. uh, Anderson. Uh, uh, it's tis the season for unders. Uh, Pat Fitzmorris and I were talking about it last Monday. He put them all together and he had a very nice parlay. I think he got three of the four and he cashed out on the fourth one because he just didn't want to get greedy. And that was the one he didn't get right. So Pat Fitzmorris rocking it. But Erickson, I mean, a lot of these games, some lower numbers we're going to see in these games today too coming up. But still, it's just like the quarterback play continues to devolve in the NFL and it keeps leading to some low scoring affairs. Yeah, and if you notice, like a lot of times when games go over, it's not because of the offenses. It's because defenses force turnovers, they force short fields. Like that Black Friday game, oh God, it was 10-6. I was feeling great about the under. Oh, then there's a Hail Mary pick six, and then there's another pick six. And I'm like, great, now it's going to go over. So that's how the overs usually happen. It's not because the offenses are just driving down the field every single time and methodically scoring. It's really because of turnovers that are causing games to go over. So to your initial point, yeah, the offenses are still continuing to underwhelm, and that's why we're seeing more unders usually than overs. Four words you don't hear put together very often. Hail Mary, pick six. Doesn't happen very often, but uh, leave it to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets to find a way. <laughs> All right, uh, before we get to business here, a little bit of free business. Remember, we're giving away premium upgrades to betting pros right now, so subscribe to the channel. Drop your comments below. We want to hear from you. What are you in on this week in the NFL? Drop your picks. Drop your comments below, and you just might win a one-year free premium upgrade from us here at BP. It's very easy to do. Don't forget to ring that bell for notifications, too, if you know if you are the big winner. And if you haven't already downloaded the Betting Pros app, what are you waiting for? This is the heat of the NFL season. We are in the thick of it here. we got playoffs around the corner. It's going to be fantastic. We're trying to help you win money. So download that Betting Pros app. And remember, if you download it on iOS, you get three free days of premium to try it out. It's great for NBA, NHL, NFL, any sport that starts with an N that you can think of. Uh, pretty much, we can bet on it. So... Let's start things off here with our guest, Scott Bogman. What do you have for the people week 13 in the NFL? Let's start with Detroit minus four at New Orleans. I know it's a road game, but the Lions are four and one against the spread on the road this season. The only loss was that big Baltimore stomping they took. I know Pisa Pia loves to call Jared Goff an indoor cat, correct? I do. And this one is in the Superdome. So it is an indoor game for Jared Goff. And there are three teams that have a worse red zone touchdown percentage than New Orleans. Those three teams are both New York teams and the Titans. That's it. New Orleans is not converting once they get there. Uh, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Peyton Turner on the IR. 
Chris Olave is in concussion proto. The Saints also had DNPs this week from Cameron Jordan, Marcus May, Pete Warner, Rashid Shahid, uh, Kendry Miller, and even their kicker is limited here um, in practice this week. And they're angry. This is an angry team with extra rest off of Thanksgiving that just was embarrassed at home. So, I mean, I think Detroit is going to lay the smackdown on the Saints. I don't think this is going to be a very close game. One of my top 10 bets of the week caught my video I released earlier. I just don't get this number at all, Boggs. And I made the same argument you did, which is this team just got their butt kicked on national television on Thanksgiving. And they've had a long time to think about it. From the Packers, no less. The team has been kicking their rear end for about a decade and a half now, two decades. So, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, with New Orleans being banged up as they are, this one makes a ton of sense to me. Erickson, let's go for another round here. What do you have here for the people? Week 13, what are you picking? I'm just copying and pasting what, what Bogman said about Detroit. <laughs> All three of us. I, I let's thought go. about bringing in. I thought about bringing in the the total in this, but I was like, you know what? I, no, I don't want to steer the no. people the wrong way. I just want them to bet the winners. And and this is a winning bet, in my opinion. The Detroit Lions <laughs> minus four. You know, when I was looking at the lines Sunday night, as I usually do, you know, scroll on, open up my app, see, oh, Lions minus three and a half against the Saints. Sick. Bet. And now it's F minus four. So again, I'd still like the number there, but I want to point it into the Saints direction, talk about them and just how overrated and bad this team is. You know, Box mentioned all the injuries. Look, the Saints have failed to cover the spread last six home games. They're not even they don't have a home field advantage like they're not even good at home. You look at the teams just against the spread this year. Again, keeping in mind, the Saints have played the easiest schedule in the NFL. The Panthers are the only team that's worse against the spread in the NFC. The Panthers, who just fired their head coach. The Saints are in the same breath as the Panthers. Now they're playing an actual juggernaut team, in my opinion, with the Detroit Lions. I know the Lions laid an egg, but that's exactly why you're getting a discount. Because they didn't play well, a divisional game on a short week. Weird stuff happens, okay? Weird stuff happens on short weeks against divisional opponents. This is not that type of matchup. Dan Campbell has ties back to New Orleans. He used to coach there. I think that he's going to have a statement game here that they didn't have on Thanksgiving and really show, hey, no, we are for real. We are for business here. So I love the lines here as well. Uh, this number, by the way, on FanDuel has already moved to four and a half. So uh, get it while the getting's good. I am feel comfortable, though, right now, if you run to the alternate spread on certain spots, like on FanDuel right now, you can get the minus six and a half at plus 130. I really like that. Like that is your sweet spot there. The six with the hook, you know, because I do think they win this game by more than a touchdown. In fact, I one, think they win this game by thing. double digits. One other thing I too want to throw about um, the Lions is when the Lions play in more low scoring games, they tend to cover more often. So you look at the games they haven't covered this year. Three of the four games have hit the over and have gone over 50 points. So it's really been like shootouts that the Lions have lost, which again, that's when you're not, things are a little bit more random. You know, there's more scoring. The Saints are not causing a shootout here. We just talked about the red zone numbers. Like they should literally take their car out of the game inside the 20 yard line, put Taysom Hill in. Like if they and their biggest score. playmaker is probably not going to play either. Right. Shaheed. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, it's, it's not great. All right. Back to you, Bog. So we all love Detroit. Uh, and again, I'm willing to push it to the six and a half. But you get it to four. If you get it to four and a half, lock it in pretty soon. Uh, Boggs, let's go talk about your next pick for the week. I'm going to go with the over in my Steelers versus the Cardinals in Pittsburgh game here. It's 41 and a half. And I know the Steelers are terrible at playing to the over this year, right? They're, they're <laughs> two and nine. But... They also had 58 games straight without 400 yards in a game. The first game, Matt Canada is gone. They go over 400 yards. Maybe it's a weird coincidence. 
I don't think it is, obviously. I've been calling for this since before the season started. So I, I was happy to see what they had. And I know Pickett is questionable for this game. But, I mean, guys, if you've watched Pickett play and you've watched Trubisky play, you know there's not a big difference between those two guys. Trubisky's going to make more big plays, and he's also going to turn the ball over more, which would be more points in this game as well. So I'm kind of hoping for this over that maybe Trubisky gets in here. But the Cardinals grade as the worst rushing defense in the NFL, and the numbers back that up. Um, the only two teams giving up more rushing yards over the season are the Broncos and Jets. The Steelers have uh, the worst record playing in the over, Canada's gone, all of that stuff. Uh, the Cardinals have allowed the second most touchdowns this year at 38. Washington is the only team that has allowed more touchdowns than them at 39. And Kyler Murray makes this a different offense. We're not watching Clayton Toon get shut out here, right? It's Kyler Murray playing against a secondary that is developing. Hopefully Mika Fitzpatrick is back, but he's still kind of up in the air. I, I think they expect him to play, but we'll see. They expect him to play last week, and it didn't happen. So... Uh, the Steelers have played, haven't played good offense um, in a while, so their defensive numbers look great. But the last couple games, Cincy with no Burrow, Cleveland with DTR, Green Bay, and Tennessee, those are the offenses that they faced recently. So while I do believe in my Steelers defense, I don't know if it's as good as it has played over the course of the last month. So I think there may be a little back and forth to this game, and the total is low. It's 41 and a half. I think, uh, I think this game can go over. When Matt Canada got fired, I know I texted immediately. I'm sure your phone pretty much blew up, but I don't remember what time of day it was. Did you wake up I to that news? I think that's why I need. I woke up to it. I think that's why I needed to do a system update is because <laughs> Matt Canada got fired. I had so many uh, texts and people sending me tweets What was that like? Was that just like this glorious morning where you just woke up and your phone was full of these messages and you could see yeah. all the alerts and stuff? <laughs> you remember Groundhog's Day when he wakes up yeah, and put it's, your it's a beautiful morning. <laughs> da, 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 da. I was dancing around uh -huh. like Fred Astaire. It was great. There you go. Yeah. Good times. All right. Let's go to your take here, uh, Erickson, because you got some feelings about this game as well. This Pittsburgh Arizona game. What are they? Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers minus five and a half. I, again, I like their offense in this spot here. Look, they're going to score points eventually because the more yards you put up, the more likely you're going to score points. They left a ton of points on the board last week. Some unlucky plays here and there. I mean, Jalen Warren doesn't fumble. They're going to score. Deontay Johnson. If, if Mike Tomlin challenges the play, they're going to score. So the points are going to come, especially against this Cardinals defense, as Boggs outlined, is absolutely horrible, both against the run and the pass. You can pretty much do whatever you want against the Arizona Cardinals. And we just look at how the Steelers handle business against bad teams. They've covered the spread last eight of nine games against teams that held a losing record. Like, they beat up on bad teams. The Arizona Cardinals are a bad team, especially on the road. 0-6 against the spread on the road. Arizona Cardinals like they're feisty they're that plucky bunch you know when they play in front of the home crowd they go on the road no Kyler Murray's like dude I, want, I just want to play Call of Duty man like get me out of here get me back to, get me back to Arizona get me get me in my gamer chair I want to just play Call of Duty so for me I'm all in on the Steelers this week I like the Steelers team total over um, I like the Steelers to cover the point spread at five and a half that's the best line that I'm seeing so let's go I'm ready for the steel car. I'm ready for Kenny Pickett to go out here and throw for four touchdowns. I know, like, it's man. Gonna Let's do Let's it. Go. You, you are very in on the Kenny Pickett. We just did a fantasy bro yeah, show from today. your lips to God's ears. So. I mean, uh, I mean, it's gotta, I want, I mean, it's, it's gotta happen eventually, right? I mean, that's if he's right. ever gonna have a game, like it has to be this this week. It has to be. It has to be. All right, we'll see. Uh, next one on the list here. We're going to 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, uh, Caroline obviously getting rid of Frank Reich and a lot of other coaches too, which I think does not bode very well for them. Now, I am all in on Tampa winning this game handily, and I mean handily. I think Evans is going to have a day, but you've got a different approach to this one, Boggs. What is it? I, I'm going to take the under in this game. Uh, these teams uh, combined are 6-16 six and 16 playing to the over this year. Their offenses are not great. Baker Mayfield is expected to give it a go, but he's going to be less than 100% most likely. And the Panthers might have the worst offensive line I've ever seen in my life. And I know I've said that for a bunch of teams and offensive line plays down, quarterback plays down, but I mean, they are not giving Bryce Young one damn Mississippi to throw the football. Jonathan Mingo has been on the field almost the entire season. For this offense and what does he have 11 catches or whatever it's absurd <laughs> they never throw him the ball because he can't come off that first look he does not have time and Zavala just went down who was one of the worst uh pass blocking guards in the league it's possible they upgrade by him going down in um pass blocking but if this dude was the starter who was backing him up it, it is the line is bad i know they're switching i know they're going to play a little more inspired but i think that means this game is going to be tight the panthers uh have scored 15 or fewer points in 7 of 11 games so far this season the bucks haven't scored over 20 points in their last three games um i know we expect this team to play a little bit better. I do think that's more of a college thing, you know, because everyone says, oh, your coach gets fired. Yeah, everyone's happy. The the witch, the wicked witch is dead, and now all the players are happy and they play better. I don't know if it's really like that in the pros. I mean, it is when a guy like Matt Canada is so obviously the problem and he leaves and then the whole offense opens up. I don't know if Carolina is going to get that, and Tampa Bay is going to play good defense. We may see Kyle Trask in this game at some point if Baker gets hurt. Um, Baker runs too much. He's been banged up in like every game. He's been taking some big shots. I just don't like either team to really score that much in this game. Uh, I'll so. tell you what, man. I like I said, I, I'm I'm in on the five and a half on that game. I just give me Tampa. I just think they're going to roll over. I think Carolina is officially imploding in of itself, and I think it can't get worse. It's one in ten. Oh wait. It could get worse because when you remove all these coaches, not just the head coach, you're removing the quarterback coach, the running back coach. Like you've taken a whole bunch of guys and now you got a game plan to go on the road in five days. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, these guys weren't confused enough by what was happening before. <laughs> right. So let's change everything for them. All right, Erickson, the most public game of the week has got to be this Philly San Francisco game. Derek Brown and I on the DFS podcast talked about having exposure to it, but it might be smart to also have some lines where you fade it all together in case it doesn't live up to the hype. But you think it's going to because you are going to take the over on this. So let's talk about this one. Yeah, because in the, the sea of unders across the NFL, one game stood above the rest. San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles over 47 points. Look, I, I think it's pretty simple here. You have two elite offenses. And the weakest unit that's going to be playing on the field on Sunday in this game is the Eagles defense. And I don't think that's a hot take whatsoever. Eagles defense ranks 28th in the red zone. 49ers, sixth best red zone offense. The average total between these two teams this year in games, they've played 47 and a half. So on average, they're going over this 47 point total against a normal average opponent. But now you're facing an elite offense on the other side of the field. And we look at how teams attack these two defenses number one and number two, respectively, and pass rate faced. So what are these teams going to do? 
they're entering the game knowing, hey, we have to chuck the ball a ton and we have to score a ton of points. So you're going to see super aggressive game plans, similar to what we saw with the Bills and Eagles. People were fading that game last week because of the rain. It didn't matter because the teams had to score points in that game to win. So even in the pouring rain, you had a game go over 60 points in Philadelphia, which, again, I love Ford Field as the chorus field of the NFL, but Philadelphia oh, is, is giving Ford Field a run for its money despite playing being outside. The games played this season in Philadelphia average 59, 59.5 points, almost 60 points per game in Philadelphia. Phillies 4-1 towards the over at home, and the only game that went under was against the Dolphins, which still almost hit 50 points, but it was a very high total game. Oh, I think a lot of that also has to do with the schedule of the Eagles, too, which is pretty much the best gauntlet of the NFL that they're running. And they are running and winning all these games so far that they're going against these big time teams. So when you're playing, you know, the Chiefs and the Cowboys and now the 49ers, you're going to play the Cowboys again. I mean, they, the Buffalo Bills last week, you're playing elite offenses. So that doesn't surprise me that that number is very high. Uh, and this is another opportunity here. I think the two worst units on this field are the two secondaries of these two respective teams. So I'm all for, you know, some of the passing yardage overs. I'm all for AJ Brown. I just don't know about that total. I can't wait to see this. I'm on the under here, but I like that you're on the over Erickson. This is fun. Bogman, you want to break the tie on this one? I'm on the under too. <laughs> because I and think Bogman I think hates the... unders. He hates I them. do. Wow. I do. But, but here's the, here's my reasoning. Um, and, and look, I, I I'm, First of all, I'm going to stay away. I'm not. I'm going to watch this game and be a happy little man that knows I know ha uh, no money on it. So I'm just going to enjoy the result of it. But what I think I think one of the worst units on this field is the pass blocking from the Niners. And we've seen Purdy get overwhelmed. Now, look, this is why I don't want to bet this game, because I feel like it can go uh, either way. But if they start putting – the Eagles can put pressure on a quarterback, but if they don't get that pressure, they're getting beat over the top every single time. So it's will the pass rush of the Eagles get to Purdy and start to mess with him because since that bye week – he has been laser locked in focused. Yeah, he he's also had some been messed with. cookie opponents. Let's be honest. Sure, sure, but, Tampa, but I mean that that just at home, but that you gives know. you confidence, dude. I just so, you know, like, so he's Seattle, got the confidence, dude. Go into Philadelphia, go win a big road game in the most. Joe, hostile I'm on your side. Can I finish my point? I'm on your side. Know. Let me finish my point. Yes, but he's arguing. Brock what Purdy I'm saying is, is because. Look, if they don't get to Purdy, Purdy's going to carve him up. Maybe. And it's definitely going to go over. But if they start hitting Purdy, this is going to be a lopsided game. So I don't want to mess. I don't want to touch it. There, That's all I'm no, saying. There's no defensive game plan that can stop healthy George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. It's literally impossible. And the only uh, reason okay. that it stopped Did during the Browns that three-game schedule was because they had guys injured. Miles Garrett if they could stop it because uh, yeah, his guys were injured. Trent Williams was injured in that game. Yeah, he got That's injured why. in that game. He wasn't injured the entire yes, game. Yes, he was. He was injured in that game. Yes, he, he got was. injured he was in that game. Injuries. He wasn't out for the entire game. He got hurt in the third, yeah, but fourth he was quarter playing of that game. Injured in the game, so Listen, he wasn't not at hundred percent. I can't so wait till Welsh is on tomorrow on the prop bet show because he's Mister Forty Nine, <laughs> and I am going to tease him about this because again, I keep saying it. Everyone gonna say it again. I want to see Brock Purdy go on the road in Philadelphia with that crowd and win. And if he does, I'm going to sing his praises Monday. I'm going to tell you they found the next guy who's going to lead them to a championship and all that stuff. But if he doesn't, and Jalen Carter's sitting on top of his helmet, guess what? <laughs> it's going to be another thing where we all get back here and go, maybe the 49ers aren't as good as we thought they were, which is the same thing everybody was saying four weeks ago. And now all of a sudden they are the conquering heroes because they beat up on the Seattle Seahawks and a couple other lame teams in the middle of the pack. Color me unimpressed. Go beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. Then I'll anoint you as the front runner. Next.
We've got uh, another Scott Bogman pick. That was fun. Scott Bogman, what do you have here for the people on week 13? Uh, give me Jacksonville minus eight and a half for Cincy on Monday Night Football. And this is because of what I saw from the Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow is a magician and he made it work behind that bad offensive line that the Bengals had. But Jake Browning couldn't do it in the Bengals defense isn't going to save this game. The Bengals have a very good pass rush, but the rest of the defense is garbage. They're 26th in passing yards allowed, 29th in rushing yards allowed. They grade in the bottom 10 in PFF. Uh, run defense, dead last in coverage. The Steelers led the Bengals in time of possession in their first non-Borough game, 37-17 to 22-43. Jacksonville is finally starting to click uh, over the last couple games on offense with 389 yards against the Titans and 445 against Houston. Trevor Lawrence is really starting to click. He had the four touchdowns two weeks ago in a season-high 364 yards against Houston last week. I know that Cam Robinson is out, but Walker Little is at least a viable replacement for him on uh, the offensive line of the Jags here. So... Uh, or Anton Harrison is okay. I mean, he's not, but uh, I just don't think, I don't think since he, I, I, they have nothing when Burrow is out. They have good playmakers, but Browning can't get him the ball. I mean, their longest catch in the game against Pittsburgh was a 31 yarder that was almost intercepted that uh, Jamar Chase had to make an incredible play on. And then, Everyone was standing around flat footed like they're Deontay Johnson during a fumble. So um, I just uh, <laughs> I hated what I saw from the Bengals last uh -huh. week. And I think they are going to get smashed on Monday night, Monday night football on the road in Jacksonville. I don't I this is going to be a bloodbath. All right, Erickson, what do you have next for the people for week 13? What's your next pick? Tennessee Titans plus one. I mean, Tennessee Titans on the money line. I mean, they're playing at home like like guys like this is the trend that you want to follow with the Falcons. You bet them at home. The Titans, you bet them at home. 4-0 against the spread in Nashville in Music City. They don't lose at home. They cover the spread at home, and they're underdogs at home for I don't know what reason. Again, yeah, the Colts, sure, like they're a team that covers the spread. They're plucky. They got Gardner Minshew. He's got a mustache. We love Shane Steichen, yes. <laughs> but they're not a better team on paper than the Titans. So I'm taking the Titans at home. I think this is easy. They've averaged 25 points per game at home. They can run the football at home. What has this Colts defense been lacking is their run defense since they lost Grover Stewart to a six-game suspension. They have been destroyed by running backs recently. Since week seven, they faced five running backs who have all gone over their projected rushing totals. Derrick Henry in December, over five yards per carry. This is the guy that you want to bet on at home. So I think the Titans are going to win. Uh, just for clarity, Erickson, where are the Titans playing this weekend? Uh, they're playing in Nashville. Ah, at home. At home. At home. I, you went where like full Shatner and there. the spread. You know, I like to rewind to the beginning of that rant. We're like, they're playing at home. This ding, happens at ding, home. Ding, ding, ding. You, you put because the counter. That, because that's why I'm betting on them. That's a great point. You need Tyler, our, our social guy, to put a counter of the at homes. <laughs> 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 All right. Time for the last picks of the week here for week 13. Boggs, you got a fun one here. You got a little parlay action. I'm digging it. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going to do an away team's win money line parlay. Miami at Washington wins, Detroit at New Orleans, which we already talked about wins, and the Chargers at your Patriots, guys. I'm, you know, sorry. Good, sorry. good. Uh, I know which leg's going to blow it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> because you don't want the Patriots the to win. I exactly. Look, the, the Chargers the are bad. But... <laughs> that that uh, I, I I was going to take a different team. I can't remember who it was, but I couldn't get the juice to double up. So I was like, 
I still think I, the Chargers aren't good, but they're better than the Patriots who look like they've given up and have no idea what quarterback is going to be. It doesn't matter. They're both terrible. So um, that is uh, plus 201 when I put it in last night, straight up on the, the money line, those three away teams, road teams, not normally something I like to do, but Miami is like a nine and a half point favorite. We talked about how much we think Detroit is going to smash. And right now the Patriots are playing the worst football in the NFL. So I, I mean, I, I like this money line parlay a lot and you're doubling up your money. So, all right, Erickson, take us home. One more pick for week 13. What do you have? Of course, I got to bring in an, an actual under here or else. Uh, no, of know, course. People are going to be raising the, the pitchforks yeah. big. This isn't Andrew Anderson. What's going on? <laughs> so, but I'm going with a prime time under because those have been hitting at an unstoppable rate this season. So Kansas City and Green Bay under 42 and a half points on Sunday night football. Green Bay four and one towards the under at home this season. Six of the Chiefs' last seven games have gone under the point total. That's because Chiefs' games have been so bloated in terms of their totals when they open. Because it's always the Chiefs. It's like, guys, have we like watched football this year? Like the Chiefs' offense, their defense is, not is better good. than their like, offense. Yeah, it, it, they're a defensive. Let's run the ball and play defensive team. Like that's how they win games. And against Green Bay and Jordan Love, who yes, he's looked better in the last recent weeks, but it's because he's faced bad secondaries. He's faced the Lions. He's faced the Chargers. The Chiefs are one of the top defensive units, especially against the pass this season so i think the under is definitely the play here overall the chiefs are eight and three towards the under the teams have combined eight and 14 towards the end of this year and they've averaged 40 and a half points in totals of their games so it's like the the total is set at 42 and a half so that median projection is already higher than what these teams do on average so i think there's just a lot of value just taking the under and then you're throwing in all the trends of okay primetime unders like these hit and i love the number where it is at 42 and a half which i just think is still giving too much credence to oh well the chiefs like they still have patrick mahomes like yeah but it doesn't matter because he's throwing to nobody's he's throwing to jabronis i do like rashi rice but nah, i knew it uh, i knew yeah, it, it yeah. had to be one had to kelsey's be one. not really jabroni either but yeah i understand what you're saying he's old all right, let's. The ages is coming out in me again. <laughs> there you go. Let's recap all the picks. Uh, we're all in on Detroit at the minus four over New Orleans. I'm okay putting it to minus six and a half to get that plus 130 number on it. Bogman's in on Arizona at Pittsburgh going over 41 and a half. Carolina, Tampa under 37. Jacksonville by the eight and a half against Cincy. And then that three away game parlay Miami, Detroit, and the Chargers at plus 201. Uh, Erickson's in Pittsburgh at the five and a half. He's got the over 47 for Philadelphia, San Fran, Tennessee on the money line, or you could take the plus one and a half either way. And then the KC Green Bay under. Don't forget, everybody, it's not just NFL here. We have also got NBA content right here on the channel. Tune in to our new show, Fast Break Bets, the ultimate source for NBA insights with Matt Modi every Wednesday and every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern live here on the Betting Pros YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Drop your comment below ring the bell you just might win yourself a free premium upgrade to betting pros and don't forget make all your picks count over at our new nfl contest bettingpros.com slash nfl contest there's still plenty of time to win the weekly prizes the monthly prizes we're giving away fp and bp premium upgrades we're giving away swag to our shops hats t-shirts hoodies who knows? Lots of fun things. Just join that community tab on our app or go to bettingpros.com slash NFL contest today to join. And the grand prize winner gets a Jackson Smith in Jigba autographed jersey. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Bogman and Underson. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros podcast. 
If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros.